It's time for Loud Pipes, the podcast that brings you the best conversations relating to motorcycles, the riding experience, and other motoring adventures. Here are your hosts for this episode, Rich Warfield and John Maripol. Loud Pipes, episode 127. We're restarting things here after about a one-month break. We have a lot of riding to talk about, a couple of events, and of course, we have to talk about our beverages. Beer. 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 Brother, beer. Brother Hogan is in the midst of moving around the country or the globe. Or, Again? Or where in the world is Brother Hogan? Maybe we should start a segment. <laughs> Maybe we should put a tracker on him. But yes, he will not be with us this evening, but I do have to the east. The beast known as the Million Mile Miracle. What's going on, John? Not much, man. Sitting here drinking a nice beer tonight with you. Do you like that nickname? That now that was coined by Brother Bacon. It's it's fine. I don't mind that one. Better the better one they gave me. <laughs> oh dear. Was there a worse or better nickname? There was a worse one. I didn't like it. They they loved it, but I didn't like it. Oh, Sorry, dear. Bacon. Can, can we disclose or downshift? Downshift. No. 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 We're not talking about that name. All right. All right. We'll stay up on that mic, my man. And okay. let me know what are you drinking? Oh, wait. Oh, hold on. Jesus. I haven't done this in a while. Wait a minute. God. What are you drinking, John? Well, I am drinking a New Belgium Day Blazer. Oh, those are nice. Yeah, they are. Real nice and tasty. That my buddy Amp gave me that. It's a good summer beer, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So so what how you been, my friend? We haven't talked very much in a while. We so. haven't. It's been it's been almost a month, hasn't it, since we've done this? Yeah. And maybe even longer cuz a month since the show went out, but how long since we recorded it? Probably 6 weeks. <sighs> too long, too long. Yeah, unfortunately though. I, I hated to do it for our supporters. I'll get to your beer in a sec. Well, no, let's go to your beer. What you got? All right. My beer is called uh, The Corruption from D.C. Brow. So I am in Washington, D.C. And of course, it's an IPA. <laughs> well, no surprise there. And it gets better. 8% alcohol? It's in the can. Oh, alcohol percentage. I have no idea. 6.5. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So what else were you going to harass me about? Well, no, it's just, I mean, I want to say to our listeners, I mean, we're sorry where we had to take a little hiatus, but a lot of life stuff had happened on for us. And we had to throw the towel in for a little bit to... Kind of let things settle down and try to get some things organized. Yeah, it was getting to be just a lot, a lot of effort to pull things together. So John has admittingly bit off a little more than he can chew with his events and riding and things like that. And plus you had some other events outside of the show. You were on vacation and, and work is always busy. Uh, my work has taken me out of town. So every week I'm transiting back and forth from home to DC and that's starting to wear on things. And, you know, Rico's in transit as well. He has a lot going on, you know, family and and personally. So just been tough to get things together, but I appreciate everyone who has hung out in the clubhouse, 
and at least one has also raised their contribution. So we'll talk about that later on in the show. Yeah. Like we, it was really, to continue on a little bit, it was really hard for us to decide to do this. We didn't want to do it and everything. So like you said, thank yeah. you guys for sticking around and we love you guys. It was tough, man. I, I put that little post in the clubhouse saying that we just, we've got to take a break. We we can't go on like this and we don't know how long. And as I wrote it, I was like, it was very emotional. You know, I'm not going to lie. There were some, some tears rolling down the face. And it's not like we were ending the show. It was just sad that it had come to that, that we weren't able to get it done on a weekly basis. So, And I guess the other thing that I want to throw in is that we didn't want to throw in a half-ass show. Right. You know, you guys stick around and listen to us. We don't want to do something that's like not our heart into it. We can't give you what we want to give to us. That's why we had to. Yep. But we've been riding a lot. Or at least you've been riding a lot. I've been riding some. And we have events, so we have lots to talk about. Real quick, one more thing on the topic of the show. Okay. Um, are we, since we are back, are we going weekly or are we going to go to a bi- or bi-monthly or undecided? Yeah, I don't know if I've, I've gotten that far yet. So okay. I think I would just say it's it's going to be weekly as often as possible, I think is the way I would put it. You know, if we run into a situation where we can't, then, you know, it may get punted out a week, but I don't expect it to run another month like we just did. Okay. Just want to let our listeners know. So I'm ready to move on, sir. Good question. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. I'll start off a little bit with my riding because John has had a lot more trips than me and certainly a lot more fun. And my riding has, like I said earlier, mainly consisted of riding between Charlotte and DC, which is between 420 and 440 miles, depending on which way I go and how many traffic diversions I take. So I've done that trip twice and that equates to about 900 miles in a week. So it's been a good amount of miles. Well, about time you got on that bike road. I know. Now, the other thing it's also brought to light is that I don't know if that's really my bike anymore. And, and I'm referring to the Deuce, not the not the R6. I haven't tried that yet. And mm-hmm. I think without putting a significantly better seat on it and some proper luggage, I don't know how much longer I can hold on to that bike, to be honest. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I... I'm really torn. I mean, I'm just torn up inside because I'm so tied to that bike emotionally. But I have just other styles of riding and other things I want to do that it's just not comfortable to do anymore. So I'm having a real struggle inside. Yes. And I feel that you, your need needs to change. I know you love your bike. But I also think that now that you're traveling more you're going out and about that you do need something with a little more comfort a little more storage and a little more sporty yeah the the sport i'm really craving and and while the the r6 wets the whistle for a short trip i don't know that i could ride that bike to dc 
Although I'm going to try. I don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. I would. All right, let me ask you this question: Have you gone out and done a full gas tank run on that bike yet? No. The most I've done without getting off of it is about 50 miles. All right. You actually, in my opinion, you actually need to go run a gas tank run. I could run it out of gas in 50 miles if I try hard enough. (laughs) (laughs) But I understand your point. Yes. If I'm going to cover 400 miles in a single day, I need to test it. You do. And... It's it's one of those things. So, have you then? Are you found a bike that you're interested? You leaning towards anything, or is it all unannounced? Yeah, you you know I'm not good with secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm wow. St- I'm still I'm still got my heart set on the the FJ09. So, I did find one while we were at the meetup. I know we're going to talk about that. In a little bit here, the Moto Amino East Coast meetup, they had a 2017 roll into the showroom floor as I was leaving. So I had asked one of the sales people there, and I apologize, I forgot his name already, what the pricing was going to be on the new Tracer GT. So he was like, you know what? He said, I think the pricing just came out. So he went and looked, and sure enough, it was 12900 is what the Tracer 900 GT is going to price at. Which is kind of, I think we talked about that, right? Didn't you say 13, 14? Even before anything was announced and even before we saw the the numbers in the UK. So, you know, that puts it up there in the range where I need to save more money or finance or something. But certainly it's not going to be a trade for anything I currently own, even both of them. All right. So... As I was leaving, I was like, all right, you know, that's, that's about what we thought. And I was going to take off. And he said, you know what, before you leave, he said, I just took on trade a 17 FJ09 with 2,200 miles on it and it's blue. So I was like, oh, let me take a look. So sure enough, I go back there. They had just rolled it in. It wasn't washed or anything. It has the, the Givy soft bags on it that are expandable and a little phone mount. So the best thing is, John, he says, seventy five hundred to eight grand out the door. Mm. <laughs> I was like, "What? That's not a bad price." So now I'm now that puts it into real mental turmoil category because I have seen O seven soft tail deuces for sale for close to eight thousand dollars. I mean, I know I won't get that on trade. They won't give me that because I've already tried that. The wholesale's closer to 6000 So I know I won't get it on trade, but I'm wondering if I could just sell it outright, just get the bloody bike and move on. But like I said, there's that internal struggle pretty tied to the bike emotionally. I know you are, but it's as we kind of have talked a little bit, you need to, your riding has changed. And that's where I want to keep focusing. Your change has changed. And if you want to keep doing these trips, and it seems like you're getting, it's not around town. The Harley, your deuce is great for around town. Run around town, bike night, cruising. It's a cruising bike. Yep. It's not made for 
oh, let me go to D.C. You're not going to have the conference. You don't have it. I, if you want my vote, I think you should seriously consider what you could do. That's my put. Yeah, I like the 17. I mean, as much as I like the, the Tracer GT, there's just some things on there that, me personally, I don't feel that you need. I mean, they're nice to have, but I don't feel that I need them. The 17 has everything that I'm looking for. Right. And it's even, it even has two things on it that I'm not looking for because for 17, they added a slipper clutch, um, an assist and slipper clutch, and a, a fully defeatable two-mode um, traction control. Not defeatable. Is that the word I'm looking for? It's selectable, two-mode, but you can shut it off. Okay, if that's defeatable, that's it. <laughs> right. That's what I'm looking for. So, and it's blue. It has the black wheels because I, I don't like the blue wheels. I don't like the any of the other color wheels they're doing, just the black ones. So we'll see. I would actually, you know, my opinion is you got to go for it. Why not? What's the worst thing is going to hurt? Yeah. Or just sell it outright and see what happens. Right. Put my bike up for sale. See if I can get seven or eight grand out of it. And then look and see what's available at that time and stop you know don't let the pressure of this one bike lead me down that road you know yeah and, and dangerous dave said he'd rather have the deuce no he wouldn't he'd rather have his hammer <laughs> come on dd <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> yeah uh, that's that's my opinion i think you'd have fun carving up the mountain in this bike and I know one of the downsides is a chain, but I've seen them do chain maintenance on bikes, and it's a quick 10-minute. Yeah. And the bike has a center stand, so that yep. helps tremendously. Yep. So you just, you know, throw it up there. Pop it up on the stand, roll the wheel around a few times. Yeah. And I have people that have cleaned uh, chains that probably give you a quick lesson. Many people. All right. Well, nothing solid. Just that that used temptation came across on Saturday when we were at the meetup and that was really close. It was really close again. Well, if you, if you need some help, I mean, I'm making work. I can make a phone call if you want, you know, some people over there, get uh KP in there to apply some grease to the wheels. I won't say that. <laughs> that doesn't work too well. It gets all sticky. Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. So nothing's happened yet, but could be a good show topic next week. All right. I'm I'm gonna be waiting for the phone call from you tomorrow. So where have you been riding to, man? Where was your let's see, you've had oh, two uh, two big rides since we last talked, and you did a beautiful mountain ride in southwestern Virginia, if I'm correct. Uh yeah. So Tell me about those roads. Oh god. Awesome roads. Um, I, I how do I put it? As I've said, I think the roads are just as it's just as nice as going to a tail of the dragon, if not better, due to less crowds. Turns aren't as technical. I won't say technical. The turns are technical, but there's not a constant technical turning. You know, the tail is 11 miles, 318 turns. 
Yeah. And you're always, you know, you're always in another. Corner. You're always you're always doing something. These are you'll get a nice tight turns. You'll get a little break. More tight turns. So I think what I the first kind of trip I went out, and I'm not I don't think we covered was I did the back of the dragon. Uh the snake. I know Rico has done both of those. I think last year with Roadhog. I think he did those. They've done the snake. Definitely. Yep. Um, so we done those and then there's just those roads were awesome. Um and then there's some ro- other roads in the area just that are just as good as some of the name roads. I mean they're just there. There's a campground I stay at called Willville. Really cool. Guy has I think he retired, built a house up there. Made this little campground. The only way you can't get a campsite, you can't get a car. It's only by motorcycle. Mm. Uh, really nice guy, laid back. What's what? What I have done. This is uh, I've been up there twice, and the last time I went with a guy, auto meet on the area. He highly recommends this place. He's gone there like six years in a row, and this guy has a Ninja One Thousand. Um, Dude can ride. He's awesome. And he's I'm a great leader. And he would go through turns and he'd tell us about rocks and everything else. And he's looking back in his mirror and he's like, he was going at a nice pace. And he was like a nice steady pace. And me and, and uh, Kaleli were with him on this trip. And we were, he kept looking in the mirrors and he's like, man, you guys are sticking with me. <laughs> you guys are staying with me. You know, he was impressed at how well we were sticking with him and staying with him for all these turns. He goes, and I know he could. If he wanted to, he could open up that bike and really haul more. But he was at a nice, comfortable pace, and he enjoyed it. So we, the campsite the guy has, he explained to us is that they have he has storage bins that the guy will let you rent for fifty dollars a year. You can put anything you want in this bin. In a so bin, like this a, last time I went up there, like a barrel, like a garbage can. Yeah, like a garbage can. Okay. Sitting outside, locked up. You know, like if you got a lawn chair, you might have an air mattress. Who knows what you might have? Bike cover that you come up there a couple times a year. You're like, well, instead of carrying it, let me carry it up there once, leave it. There it sits. So I don't have to carry it up next time. So actually, I did it. Me and another guy, Chloe, we split the the barrel. So it's $25. We're going to, you know, hold stuff up there. So whenever I want to go up there, right now I have my chair sitting up there. So. Nice. Next trip, don't have to worry about chair. And did you say that they're cabins or is it tent camping or both? So it's mostly tent. He does have a one cabin with a queen size bed in it. And then he has a bunkhouse that has like five beds. Real nice place, clean. It's a, you know, actually, it's not bad, man. Nice. What's the, the woods. what's the bathroom set up like? Uh, it's a you know bathhouse, kind of like what you'd have at a campsite, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's three stalls and three showers, hot water. You know, got a big pavilion sitting there picking tables and stuff. There's a lot of people that come up there and do stuff. Nice. Have rallies at his campsite. And there's and what's really cool. It's only two and a half hours from my house. So that means it's so, probably only about that far from Charlotte. 
I would say so. And the other awesome road that I hit, I really haven't been much on. We went up again, was the Blue Ridge Parkway. Nice. Love that. I have, we went and did uh, Demic, that's uh, Ride with Demic, does YouTube channels and on Moto Camino as well. He wanted to do a ride on Blue Ridge Parkway. We actually went up a group of us because one of the guys said I was as a ninja. His wife is a new rider. She has before this weekend, she probably had about 800 miles under her belt. She has a uh, Buell Blast 500. <laughs> the thumper. And she rocks this bike. She can get that thing moving. And she drove up last year and she wanted to go ride on the bike. So this year is we she went up here last time to trailer the bikes up here a couple of weeks ago. There was last week. And she did the roads and she did an awesome job. She had one mistake that she did. Um, but otherwise she did awesome. Nice. And then we had this real cool place to eat. A barbecue real place. Nice little barbecue has a thing, but there's this turkey Reuben that they make. Oh, oh, sounds good. Oh yeah. We actually went Saturday night to do this and <clears throat> talking about this road. Also, if you, anybody ever wants to get on a really cool, not back road road, but a state road. Yeah. 58 in Southwestern uh, Virginia, which is Deb Stewart highway coming from 81 across is awesome good road so overall yeah. then I, I know you've mentioned this before your you would recommend this type of road over making the long trip out to something like the dragon or the whip for the tail for the tail yes i haven't been on the whip i think the whip might be just as close or a little bit farther which i haven't done yet it's not as far out there but it's 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 similar where it, where that it's technical. It's not as extreme back and forth, but it is quite a few turns in a, a short period of time. And I've always loved the parkway. And not just because I was always riding a cruiser or my KLR, but I just loved everything about the parkway itself. The view, you know, the scenery there is fantastic. You have pullover areas, just nice turns. There's some technical turns, but it's not constant. I mean, just a pleasant ride unless you go in the fall and then you got all the leaf peepers <laughs> slowing you down right and, and that's it's really cool we had some cool people it was really nice it was uh, oh man it's just it was an enjoyable ride so this lets you know it's two hours and seven minutes for you to go to where we are for me from charlotte yeah let's but, do it so it's pretty much you come up 77 to fancy gap and then you come across um, pretty much 58. That 58, you'd, you'd have fun on that 58. Yeah, I almost took that on my my first trip to D.C. because I ran U.S. 29 up the first time. And then actually I came back U.S. 29, right. except for the first part down to Fredericksburg. But when I did it last week, I just I just beat the highway because I was... Yeah, I left home later than I wanted to, and then I stopped to have lunch with you guys, with you and Nat. Yep. So I needed to make up time on the highway, which, boy, did I. <laughs> oh, did I. 
So, so talking about that, I'll give you a little story about making up time. Yeah. I said this in the clubhouse earlier today. I said, so we had to go, went to the place to get dinner, and it was 68 miles by Google Map, an hour and 25 minutes. Okay. Two-lane road, country, part of it, through two towns. Uh-oh. We made it in an hour and five. Ooh, nice. <laughs> the most interesting part was when we left this, this, where we got our food, we take off, we get behind a Subaru Forester. It was doing 82 miles an hour mm. in a 55. In a 55. <clears throat> and you had to slow down for it. Oh, we hung with it. We, we weren't trying to pass it. We were oh, hanging oh. with it. Okay. And then it got stuck behind two cars. No, two, four cars. And we went, <laughs> we kind of went by. And I'll tell you the other cool thing. As much as, so, as much as you, Techie people have problems or issues about. I know you're not a Senna person. What do you mean? Well, hang on. You have you have embraced the Senna. <laughs> I'm going to brag on the, the Senna just for a second, if I can. Okay, go ahead. So I brag on it. I didn't use it from home to where we had dinner on Sunday, but okay. I did use it from there all the way to DC, and then I left my helmet on my bike. You know, I had forgot it on the bike, so I didn't get to charge the headset. And then I used it the entire trip home, which was like eight hours. So I had over 12 hours, probably closer to like 15 hours of runtime on it. And that was steady because I was either playing music or listening to uh, a talk show or it was giving me turn-by-turn directions. I used it the entire way. So it was on the whole way, either playing music or something, over 12 hours. That's a pretty darn good battery. It is. So I will give some as much credit. The 20 ass has a kick-ass battery. Yeah, it does. 30K, not as well if you're on intercom mode with mesh. Mesh, I have I found out, has will eat up battery. I will tell you that people that have gotten or have the 30K, mm-hmm. and you go into public, you click the button that says go into pu- turn on mesh mode, it goes public. It finds everybody. They're connected. Done. Huh. But but it's a battery eater. It is a battery eater. So if you do go, like, run four hours, run four hours. You charge. You stop for lunch. You charge it up. Hmm. Because I think 15 minutes charge. I mean, by the time you get, you know, an hour or so in a lunch, you should have a good enough charge to continue for another long stint there is a few little nuances with it that i'm dealing with but that's also what i'm trying to do got it all right well good tip on the the 30k more features a little less battery yeah what do you do you think it's better if you were running the straight intercom and not the mesh any difference I, I don't know. Um, I know some of the times when I was running it, I was running Bluetooth intercom connected to mesh. And so that's the other thing. That's kind of what you can do with the 30K is if one person joins into mesh or mm-hmm. I'll say you're running Bluetooth, Rico's running Bluetooth. You pair with Rico over Bluetooth. I pair with you. I can pull you in. 
and Rico will come in with with so Rico will come in too. If someone else has a 30k, I can turn on mesh that 30k and bring that person in 30k. And if they have anybody Bluetooth, they can bring them. It kind of does get a little funky sometimes with wind noise, but overall works well. Okay. And I can contest, and we'll roll into this. So this last Saturday, and thank you again for coming up, was the second annual Moto Amino East Coast Meetup. You're welcome. We had, we think we had around 60, we know how many waivers we had, like 64 waivers. For riders? We are of riders. We think we had probably about 90 people there. This is going to be my guess. Because, I mean, like you showed up with your boys. There's some other people there that came, his yeah. family, but they didn't ride. Yeah, because I figured, yeah, we talked about it earlier, and I figured there were 30 people that didn't ride just based on yeah. who was left when the ride took off, people in cars, um, some people riding two up. Well, that would be counted in the waiver, correct? No, not in the waiver, not in the car. No, I mean the people that were riding two up, both of them had to sign a waiver? Uh, no, they signed the same waiver. So if they're riding past you with somebody, they signed the same waiver. Okay. There could have been some more. So that was where we did. So that was pretty cool with, you know, 90 people. Now, going into that, we had uh, six blockers running. And how we kind of led was KP kind of was leading the main group. I was leading the blockers and kind of navigating. So five block, well, five. So um, four blockers plus myself were on comp. There was two on 30, well, I was on a 30K, another one on 30K, two on uh, 20s. Missing one. You're missing one person. I think. <laughs> I think I'm missing. You need some more fingers? No, I'm trying to think on top of my head here. Oh. Who's blocked? You're talking about names or numbers? Names. Numbers. You're trying to think of who the blockers were. Are you trying to think of their names or are you trying to think of how many you had? I'm trying to think who had comms. I know two did not have comms. I know Ape and Irish did not have comms. So you had, oh, speak. Okay. So three of us were on 30K and two were on 20s. Okay. And we were connected the whole time. The only time we had issues was when the blockers were at the end of the pack to come back up. Which was probably a half mile away at that point. Give or take. If you honestly want... So, so this is... We actually timed this out. By time I passed a blocker and they stopped, the time they came back up with a single file line, it took them two minutes. At least. And that wasn't going to speed limit. That's how long that line was. Hmm. And that was a stagger too, as well. No, it's single file. Should have been single file. Oh, single file for the catch up, but then back to staggered. Correct. Got it. I'm going to let you pick my brain on the you know meetup. So I'm going to stop. So you can pick the next question. 
Well, I, I'm going to give you your props for doing partial MC for the event. You know, getting kicking off the group ride and sort of kicking off the the segment, the you know, the memorial part of the segment and things like that. So, you know, I thought you did a great job with that. And overall, it was a a nice group. I didn't make the first year, and I think you said you had around forty, forty five the first year. Around. 30, no, 40 the first year in Charlotte. It wasn't as well. And so this year we're at another 20. Thank you for your compliment. It was a lot. There's a lot of stuff that happened before, mm-hmm. right before the event that kind of threw some monkey wrenches in the mix. Uh, but one thing fun- that we were going. Go yeah, but as far as planning, I mean, you guys did the scouting ride how many times? Planning the ride, we probably rode the route. The main core people probably four to five times we have ridden the road. Yeah, and you did a blocking practice too, didn't you? Yes, we did probably at least three or four blockings that people were blocking. So, and that's what I told some people. I says the blockers that we have know how to ride their bikes. Yeah, we have a great group, and I know. People don't like to hear that. We have a great group of guys that can ride the bike. It's not people doing stuff. And we did have some people that misbehaved during the ride. Oh. Yeah. We won't out, out them for that. We don't exactly know who they were, but we know there was a few that have did some stuff. Okay. But yeah, so that was the ride. The um, you know the early part of the, the meetup was good. Some good food there. The food truck was fantastic. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to Let's Eat. Homestyle food truck. It's a co-workers of mine's sister's food truck and talked to her today and they had about 40 people buy stuff. So I'm really happy that they got a turnout. A lot of the other food trucks that we tried to reach out to wanted a least, you know, a minimum that we guarantee them. We couldn't guarantee anything. Right. We didn't know how big it was going to be. So they were cool to do it, trying to get their name out. So it was kind of a win-win situation. Yeah. I'll just brag on a little bit. The, the pork chop sandwich. Dude, phenomenal. Awesome. It still had, it was a bone-in pork chop, which I know that sounds kind of weird for a sandwich, but you just cut it off around the edge and just, you know, just a light coating of batter, some seasoning, lightly deep fried. Fantastic. Yeah. That was kind of one of the bad part was we kind of got kicked off late because of some delays. And it, uh, we were planning to clean the route the night, Friday night, but we didn't do it. We were not, I kind of leaned to not doing it, but KP said he wrote it recently and we need to go clean it. So we went off and clean it. And I looked at our, my clock and it was 12 o'clock. I'm like, we need to go back. And we didn't even have to go. (laughs) But we got one of the major turns that I knew was going to be bad. So we actually went back. We get back. It was like 1230. Saw some people. Talked to talked to my former boss and his intern, or my first intern, which is his son. Chatted with him. Next thing I know, it's like 1 o'clock. I'm like, I need to eat something. Next thing, it's like, and we're going to start the pre-ride stuff at 1 o'clock. And I'm like, I need to eat. So <laughs> I need to get some food in that, and then 
I got to get some food, order some food. And I was like, okay, let's start this. And then we had a little communication issues on our part. Like, we need to get going. So we kind of got it going and it went okay. Had a couple of hiccups, but as this ride this year, as I talked about earlier this year, was one of our riders, uh, Greg McCann, was in Kannapolis and had an accident, was badly died at the scene. And we went to the service earlier this year, and his mom and dad and his sister came, and we had a memorial for them, and which was really awesome. And I got took the parents of a dog tag with his finger on it, fingerprint. I'm pretty sure on it, on it, and a saying on the back, which really touched me. That was cool. Yeah, it was and, it was really touching hearing his father who who's also a pastor. It was it was a nice reality check of the community that we always talk about. So we all love to ride, we all love our machines and we love riding itself. But I think almost above all it's it is the community that bonds us together and hearing his father speak about that that he knew he knew how much Greg liked to ride. He knew how much he was into it, even though it was only a year. But it really drove it home for him, especially with you guys showing up at the service and then seeing the community that came out to the meetup, which, you know, meetup slash memorial ride. You know, he said he was blown away by that, the, the community part of it. He just had no idea. So that was a nice uh, reminder for us as well. Yeah. And then as well to continue on, at the what we did last year and we continue this year was we made had banners made and everybody that shows up we had them sign it and this year we gave it to Greg's parents and they were touched. Um, we even at his service we took one of our shirts and we everybody that went we signed the shirt and gave to them as well. Cool. And he didn't know anything about the banner. And I told him, I says, we were going to do something else. I says, here's what we were going to do, but we didn't do it. Was we were actually going to get the banner signed. And then Sunday, we we're going to get a group together and we're actually going to drive ride to his church and show up there in service and hand it to him. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, he would have been blown away. And then what he also did, uh, Demick was in talk with him and you probably did not know this. A lot of people maybe not know. His, with Greg, wanted to, they wanted to stop and have a service, memorial service, someplace on the route for Greg to spread some ashes. So we were trying to find a place and we were going to stop at a boat ramp by the lake. It was packed on the last recon ride that we did. We actually tried it, and it was packed, and we were still going to do it. Demick talked to his dad in between, and it was decided that part of Greg is going to go to, most of Greg's ashes were going to go to New Jersey. Okay. But they were going to give out a few bags of his ashes and ask people that wanted to spread them, to spread them on the way. So I know Demick and KP, I do not know who else did it. 
I was asked, I said no because I was up front and I didn't need to worry about that. So there's his ashes got spread on the rock. All right. So that was pretty cool. But so, you didn't you didn't make a stop on that though, right? We didn't stop. Okay. I mean they did it in motion. Got I it. do not know where it happened. <laughs> Some, was, somewhere on the ride. Somewhere on the ride, I know it happened. <clears throat> supposedly. Okay. Okay. But yeah, other than let's see, I did so we didn't stay after the ride. So would when you guys came back from the ride, was there any more to it or people just kind of dispersed from there? So we kind of did a little bit when we got back. We kind of had a little chat, little thank you, and uh, we did. Some things got missed out of this whole thing, and this is where we need somebody as an MC. <clears throat> no names mentioned. Hmm. Rich. <clears throat> right. Help out next year. Reporting for duty. And uh, we uh, were doing stuff with Ronald McDonald, saved the tabs of cans to help out. Uh, with Ronald McDonald's house, so okay, they did a little bit of that and just a little bit. Thank you for coming out, and that was a uh, that was about it. And then we closed down the shop, and just let you know, we have already started planning for the third annual Moto Amino East Coast Amino. I was going to ask, is there anything you can talk about yet, or just that planning's underway? Planning's underway. We have a couple of ideas. And I will throw them. I don't think it's not bad because I don't mind pushing out. We are trying to be within two hours of Charlotte. Okay. And to give the reason why is I want to give a shout out to Monster Energy Drink as they donated drinks again this year. They did it last year. They are more than happy to do it again this year. They donated 10 cases of Monster Drink and five cases of the Mutant Soda. Very cool. At no charge. Very cool. And they gave us, or I'm not sure if they gave us the banner or loaned us the banner, but that's we we also have a banner. They have said that if we're within two hours of Charlotte, they will be on site next year for us. Cool. So they'll bring like a tent and beverages and everything. To my understanding, that's the plan. We are. We have two ideas. The first idea is going to be. In Salisbury at Don or Dan Nichols Park is the plan currently. We are researching that as a spot to do it. Okay. Part of the problem that we had with we love where Capital Power Sports did it. Open the doors, you know, gracious enough to everything over there for those guys doing it. Unfortunately, the ride to get in and out was very stressful. Um. I'll even go with this much of a fact is on comms with the blockers. We decided coming back into Capitol Boulevard, you have to turn a left-hand turn across pretty much four lanes of traffic, two lanes, no, two, three, four, six lanes of traffic. Yeah, it's brutal. Because there's two, two lanes, two turn lanes, three straights, and one yield to the right. So we actually decided the blockers on the way, this was not planned, was to kind of make a path 
Blockers on both sides block everything. So I actually was a blocker during this one time. And this gentleman in a blue Dodge Ram truck. Oh no. We I stopped I stopped at the yield spot. Not the yield spot. I stopped in one of the first lanes. And we're on comms and this Dodge truck kept creeping. So they said on the comms, move forward. So I did. <clears throat> well, that truck kept trying to come. I sat in front of him and he got pissed off at us. So and what, what did he do? He just kept creeping. He's finally stopped. He was pissed off because we were blocked traffic. Oh. But there was 60 bikes. What are you going to do? You know, cut in front of them, which really they would do. So I think you guys still they, uh, should have. Th- this is just my, my opinion. I think you still should have run a stagger two through the blocking maneuvers. Or did you do that and then single out once you were done? Yep. Yep. That's what we did. Okay. Okay. But you're going around a turn, you know, people in turns. How do you feel with somebody next to you? Are you comfortable? You know, run with people. So that was one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. And then I will tell you earlier, there is a truck coming down the road. So, so this truck kind of got mad he i started to take off because i thought everybody was through and there was a couple of blockers and he starts to go in front of these blockers so i stopped again. there was a couple of cars there that were not too happy and that's this area of the city it's they just don't understand out in the country no problems yeah nobody had a complaint um there was one other spot that we had an issue that I've never seen Irish so mad. This truck decided to cut between the group. Uh-oh. That's never And good. he wanted to turn left. There's a long line of cars. So he kind of just said stopping. He um, kind of started coming over. And I know there was... Uh, so there was me, the blockers, KP, and then there was four ladies, brand new riders there, and that's where the truck went. And Irish saw that, and I saw him come up, and he went around in front of this truck, and he pretty much stood up, and he was yelling at the guy. He said, don't you look at the, don't you see these guys? Don't you see the motorcycles? You almost killed somebody. And mm. he was, he was not a happy So if the ride gets bigger next year, well, I guess two questions. One, do you think there'll be a group ride next year? Yes or no? Yes, there'll be a group ride next year. And do you think it's worthy? I think it's worthwhile to get it escorted, like police escorted. So we tried to this year. Um, to my understanding is that we asked Wake Forest PD. Wake Forest PD does not block. They would not do it for us. Our plan of moving it next year is to Salisbury, where Rat is at. He knows the sheriffs, right? Or Or he has friends in the... He has some friends in some locations. So he has some um, information about where, where... Or he has a route. Yeah, he has a route that he has. I think his route is mostly mostly right is right hand turns, so it'll make it easier on us. 
um, you don't have as much to deal with. Yeah. Plus, going out there, it's a lot less city, as you know. So that's that's kind of the idea that we really have. Okay. And do you want to talk about the event sort of duration and format a little bit? Because I know we we talked offline, but if that's not for dissemination, I'll be quiet. Yeah, not sure yet. Okay. And all that. <laughs> all right. We're still working with him. Strike that um, from the record. Yeah. The the only other thing I will say is if the park does not work currently, I don't think they listen to it. We possibility could reach out to Greg's father about asking if they let us use the church. Got it. And hold the event at his church. Not sure how that would go, but they might be willing to. Well, assuming the similar growth next year, I think it's safe to say you're looking at 150 people. Yeah, and the, the other thing, the the other thing with the route that we had with blocking, we would have had to get a trooper involved, state troopers involved, because we cross county lines. Yeah, uh, we crossed and we went from Wake County to Durham County to Franklin to County to Granville County back to Wake County. Yeah. Well, we but think of it this way: the county line. The ride doesn't have to be at the same place as the meetup. And I thought about that with Capital Power Sports too. Like the meetup could be there and then you could start the ride somewhere else. Just say everybody be at point X at this time. And the ride the ride could start from right. somewhere else. That is true. Just a thought. I know the other thing I'll say, there, there's a few lessons learned is, you know, you always do event and this is our second one. That getting lining up, getting out of Capital Power Sports was not very good. We went the wrong. I that had to be changed. And the that, lineup, and that seemed to have taken longer than it needed to, just based on other group rides I've seen. You know, oh, and when I it's will, time to saddle I, I, up and I will go. Throw this one out. Yeah, go I ahead. will throw this one out to our listeners. If you're ever in a group ride and you are a new rider. Please, please tell them that you're a new rider. Do not go in the back of a group where you don't feel comfortable. <laughs> go where you're supposed to and ride up front. Let them know that you're a new rider. They'll they will take care of you. Yes. Better and make sure you're safe than anything else. Um we want you get, I want people to have if you've never been in a group ride, let them know. Tell them, hey, I've never done a group ride. And whoever's leading will more than half yeah. sit down and tell you what to expect, what not to expect. And every group ride is different. Um, we do a different, like most group, I mean, I went on one last year, and when a block went by, we didn't, we stayed staggered formation. They went by and they said, when you see a blocker come in, if oncoming car comes, Make sure you let them in. That's not safe. Right. For a blocker to come whizzing by at 100 plus miles an hour in a lane not safe with another either. car coming. That's not safe. Where we do it, once you go by a blocker, a turn, we go to the far right, to the white line, single file. That allows the blocker to come up next to the double yellow by you. And if you ride with my group or our group, these blockers know how to ride bikes. They are very good. And if they didn't know, 
they won't be doing. Yeah. Well, cool. So we'll have a lot to talk about then moving forward. We'll be able to hear in real time all the planning for the third annual meetup. Yes. In fact, before tonight, we had our first meeting. Nice. Get right after it. But yeah, I'm I'm serious about the audio thing. I'm going to look into that. If I can, if I can acquire the right setup, then I think we should do the audio for it next year. You're already been named. You're already on the hook. All right. Because I've always wanted a live setup anyway. I've always wanted something we could set up and do a live event where people could actually participate in person instead of just six people sitting around with headphones on, you know? Right. And, and like the speaker set, like you said, the Capital Power Sports has, wasn't a bad setup. I mean, no, that wasn't I a bad setup. Mike and it worked. It was just lesson learned. We didn't do some things correctly and we learned from the next time. So next year, hopefully it will, it will be better. <laughs> and I will tell you the date we are aiming for, which I don't think I have named it, is May 18th. Oh, okay. So moving it back about a month. Moving it back because Not as you were here, it was pretty toasty. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I told you if, if you have it in July or August, I'm out. <laughs> it's just it going to be too warm. hot. And the biggest thing that we went through is people bought water and we went through all the water. Yeah. yeah you need a water donor next year in addition to Monster. That'd be cool. All right. All right. Well, thank you, sir. We enjoyed our time at the yes. second annual Motomino East Coast meetup, and now that's officially off the event list. Although you can add the one for next year as soon as you have your date. <laughs> All yeah. right, our next big event. By the time most of you hear this episode, we will be less than one week to the Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge, and this will be the third iteration of that event. And let's see, John, any... uh Small details you want to throw out before I talk about our ride planning and whatnot? Small details. Um, hmm. Reminders. People have ordered Reminders. shirts. Shirts are coming. Yes, yeah, shirts have been uh, placed with our supplier or our vendor that's creating them. Um, our goal is to have them back to us in hand by the 14th. Okay. And three days from now. Okay, three days from now. Wow. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> Thanks. <clears throat> I thought I was getting rid of pressure. No, <laughs> sorry. And then Nally is planning on shipping them out the following day, so you guys will have them by the twenty-first. Yeah, is the plan. That is our ultimate goal. If you have not ordered shirts. You can go to the Facebook page. You can put a request in. We will get you a shirt. Cannot guarantee we will get turned around as fast as possible. Can't guarantee it's going to be before the show. Yeah, uh, I think ticket or the the the, the price for the shirt is twenty seven dollars, and people are like twenty seven dollars. Well, it's our graphic designer decided to go overboard <clears throat> with colors. It looks fantastic, though. If if you haven't looked at it, the Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge Facebook group has a picture. Yeah. It is a 
awesome shirt. It's uh, directed garment print. What it, what it is on a really nice shirt. I know we gave out um, a shirt to one of our Dragon Crew, a couple of our Dragon Crew people on Friday, and they felt the shirts. They're like, oh, wow, these are so soft. Nice. Oh, talking about that. Did you see the little girl running around with the Dragon Crew shirt? I did not. Okay. Well, one of the guys, Sid and his wife, have a little girl. Oh, was she at the craft table when we first got there? She might have been. Okay. That's the only time I would have remembered. So she loves us, loves drag. She's like, or she knows our names and everything else. So they actually bought her a shirt. So Friday night, I gave it to her and I called her up in front of like everybody and they put her up there and I said, I got something for you. She pulls it out. She goes, and the look on her face, she's like, oh, my own, my own Dragon Crew shirt. Awesome. So priceless of this, the look of like, she was so happy. So she's our member. And, and here's the kicker. I don't think this was talked about. Um, at, we had a, just before Mother's Day, we had an event and she was there and she went back into her dad had her, her we're out getting ready to go and Chelsea she went huh and you should have seen she he turns around like where is she and you should have seen like everybody like jump there's like six to eight of us like scattered looking for <laughs> and it was it was very interesting watching people go looking for a little girl on bikes. And she just, what she did, she went back into the patio and said, bye to people. Yeah. But, but so I mean, it wasn't far, but it was just like, I want to do that. All right. All right. Moving on. So I just have a quick little update on our participation in the motorcycle podcasters oh, yeah. challenge. And I know the million mile miracle is not riding this year because he's co-adminning with Natalie, which is fine. Hang on, I, I thought about something. Yes. I actually thought about putting something on Facebook. Like about what? Hmm. Should John Mill Million Mile Miracle be come back into the MPC but it's limited to the hundred mile range? No. House? It's already in the rules that you're the admin. But that is part of our challenge because it looks like Brother Hogan is most likely going to be away. Um, due to some unforeseen things. So it looks like Dangerous Dave and I are going to be winning that trophy by ourselves. With a little oh, boy. Su- with a little support from the listeners. So there's there's listener bonus points. I don't want to I don't want to diminish that and I'm going to send out an email but everyone that's riding for Team Loud Pipes, we're going to try to have a quick call maybe this weekend, a little phone call or hang out. We'll talk a little strategy. And get ready for next Wednesday, the twentieth, which is already the start. Yeah, just make sure you can't keep uh, uh, Roger out of that. Okay, make sure you don't invite him in that call. Yeah, yeah. Not Nobby Trader. I mean Nobby Tire <laughs> is riding for throttle this year. Sir Mike is out. He's got a bike down. No, he's got a new bike. Does that mean he's back? 
Because he said before he, he was not. He's okay. in, the, in, in, in it. He's on so, a live so, stream. Maybe he'll, he'll correct Sir me. Sir Mike, you in or out? You going you to step up to the plate or are you going to? But he does have a new Harley. Congrats on the Ultra. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's okay. You got Zion. That's all that matters. Brother Zion's going to ride Kenny. Jebby's back. So Jebby's been silent for a while. Welcome back to Clubhouse. And who else is on there? We have Jim Shaw on our list. I'll have to add him to our invite. We have Jim Shaw. Well, that's what's on the this website. Oh, I guess I better go look. Does he belong on another show? I'm, I'll oh. take credit for it, though. If he's on my list, I'm taking credit. Big Mike, Sir Mike says, hell yes, I'm back. All right. All right, buddy. They need your point. So you better get that. Harley, you better get that thing running. And we have Bronco Ride, too. He's also signed. He was oh, yeah. a recent one to yep, sign yep. up. Yep. Yep. Bronco's up with it. So we got a pretty good crew. My brother Kenny as well. He's going to ride the new Vulcan. Oh, is back all better? The last time I heard his back was hurt. He's been riding. He's been riding. Got his license. Officially. So I'm excited. So, yeah, we're going to have a little. I'm going to send an email. We'll get everyone together. We'll have a little strategy call this weekend. And then we'll probably meet maybe once or twice a week and kind of figure out who's doing what. You know, we'll divide up the labor, i.e. give it all to DD. (laughs) Yeah, change your tape. You got it all, buddy. That deuce is awfully heavy on your back. Are you sure you're up to the challenge? Uh, but the good thing about my work schedule, John, is at a minimum, I'll have 850 to 900 miles a week, plus pick up my, you know, pick up my letters coming and going. Awesome. Plan. So that was it. That's our, that's our NPC update. Just we'll get together and bring that trophy back. Let's see, Johnny John, what else we got? Where's my notes? Um, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, that is right. Mr. Jim Webster. Saul is right. Hang on, hang on, real quick. Oh, I'm sorry. Jim Saul is right for you because Roger brought him in. He brought him in after oh. he defected? I mean. <laughs> after he defected. <laughs> yes. Or he backstabbed us. I know. It's painful. Oh. Next thing you know, he's going to tell me he's not coming back, going out west with me. Well, he's going to have to hear it when when Loud Pipes is the winner. He's going to have to hear it from Jim constantly that he was now on the winning oh, team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Dangerous Dave is not going to give Nobby any end of nonsense for coming in second. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, there's going to be none. There's none. So, so, so let me let me before we begin, since we're talking on our show. So I know I know you want loud pipes to win. Do you kind of have a have a bet on who's going to win? A bet on who's going to win? It's, it's going to be me. What are you talking about? Okay. Or are you talking about the individual? Uh, no, I was just kind of curious if you had anybody else that you think would any other team that was going to competition wise. I think. I think creative riding is going to come at it full bore this year. That's my. Yeah. That's what I'm looking at. Cause you know, Larry, that crazy man on the two fifty, just nearly took second place last year. 
And now that he has more riders with him, oh, yeah. look out. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. You know, throttled is going to be tough as well. They've got like 135 listeners riding for them. So, <laughs> yeah, I think they're, I think they're bribing them. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Whoops. That's not fair as an admin is. <laughs> no, but they, they seem to be okay, having, sorry. they seem to be making a good uh, camaraderie event out of it. So that's pretty cool to see. Um, yeah, so I think is. they'll it's be awesome tough to as well. Them. My money's on creative riding though. Just I, I think that's the team to beat. Yep. Cool. Anything else, NPC? No, I'm good. Can I talk about Jay Webster now? Sure, you can talk about our buddy Jay. I just want to brag on Justin a little bit. So oh, he, what his, he's done happened? quite a few shows this year. We know he did a hand-built show again in Austin. And he was invited to OG, I believe, but couldn't make that one. Earlier in the year, I think that's the one he didn't make it to. But now he's been invited to the Golden Bolt, which is, and I will read from their Instagram page, a winner-takes-all David versus Goliath true custom bike builders challenge that spans motorcycle culture, hosted by the House of Machines, 12th to the 15th of July this year. Awesome. So that's cool. And, And give Justin some love for that new triumph build that's pretty sick and we have a couple links to that in our show notes that's it that's all i want to say it's an awesome bike i can't wait to see it um can't wait to see that bike when we get down to barber later this year and oh talk talk, oh yeah we'll talk about that that's coming up later all right let's continue well before we get to barber yes let's talk about our summer meetup a little bit oh that is right. We are doing that, aren't we? That's right. July 13 through 15, I believe. Oh. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm scrolling. So we are riding up after the challenge ends. We're riding up that Thursday, and then we're meeting Friday the 13th. Uh-huh, Friday the 13th at the Gettysburg Bike Week, Bike Festival. And we'll be taking in all the event stuff that Friday, Friday night camping at Drummer Boy Campground, John. I think it's called the Drummer Boy, Little Drummer Boy, something like that. I think so. And then Saturday, we have a group ride planned. And you've heard us talk about this for a while since we started planning it. And I just want to remind people, this is not just a clubhouse ride. Like if you're just out there listening to the show, you're certainly welcome to join us on the ride. It's not you know, we're not excluding anyone. Uh, we mon- may s- mainly talk about it in the clubhouse, but it's, you know, anyone is welcome to join us. Just let us know um, that you're coming. Just drop us an email or something so we know and just kind of have a rough headcount. So I want to give thanks to Dangerous Dave. He has scouted the ride, checked it all out. He was out to the campsite. He found a good place for us to eat. He's mapped out a nice 50-mile ride, John? Yeah, 50 to 60-mile ride, yeah. Nice little ride. We'll have lunch at a distillery slash brewery, and then we'll return to the campsite for more shenanigans Saturday night. And that's it. And then we head out Sunday. Did I miss anything, John? No, you're you're you. I think you hit everything. We're gonna do the Skyline Drive on Thursday. Correct. And the BRP. Correct. We're going 
on our way up? Correct. That is my plan. Depends on if if you're ready for your saddle to be sore. It'll mostly be my arms because I maybe take the blue bike by then. The the old blue bike or the new blue bike? I don't have a new blue bike. Ah, I see what you tried to do there. <laughs> nice one. No. Me? Not me. Troublemaker. I would never do anything. Troublemaker. Not me. I would never do anything like that. John the Million Mile Troublemaker. Well, they can bribe me. Bribed you. Uh, no, I, I may ride the R6 for that one. Okay. Cause I don't. What, okay. are, what are we gonna do show wise? We gonna do a show there? Do we talk about that? We gonna record something? Do a roundtable maybe? Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, that sounds like a no. It might be kind of good. All right, we'll see what we can pack up. Maybe I can send a box to Dan- Dangerous Dave ahead of time, or Kenny, or something like that. Well, what do we need? I, I got my little mixer. Yeah, we need one of those. We need yours or mine and a couple mics. That's it. And a Mac. I got that. I got that. That's it. Oh, we got it. We're good. We're good. We can run with what I got. Run what I have. We'll just run with the mic and the mixer and where it goes. Okay. Well, Johnny John. Yeah, 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 yeah. In our U-turn, we're going to talk about some electric bikes. So I'll let you get ready for that. And while while you're reading up on that, I want to take a moment and recognize the people who continue to make this show possible, especially while we were away. And we do that by thanking the riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. And we start with our first five riders, the OGs, if you will. Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby, and Zion. Thank you, fellas. The Slack Pack would be Chuck, Nobby Tire, Old Man Slacker, Sir Mike, and Squatchy to Pete, Barbershop, would be Chad. Thank you, sir, for the bump. We appreciate it. And like I said, that was a nice, touching show of support, even while we were on a break. Uh, much appreciated for that. Steve, Micah, Kenny, Dangerous Dave, James, Bronco Ride, Rich, and Joe Gibson, our newest member to the Riders of Loud Pipes. And that makes up the Riders group. We also have Darren, the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast, and Jared are the insiders. So please visit loudpipes.net slash donate. You can review the latest content we have there published on Patreon and subscribe to us or subscribe to support us if you are not a member. And we've added a new Slack workspace recently. This allows us to have some segmentation of all of our different conversations, uh, our photos, scavenger hunt, racing talk, things like that, just separated from the, the main clubhouse. and. We're not sure what we're going to do with this over time. We think this might be a starting point for new subscribers as we go forward and and maybe leave the clubhouse more of a more of a closer knit sort of invite community, but we're not really sure. But the main idea is we have two different Slack channels now. We we split up the conversation. Some people want in on certain things and others don't. So a lot of more a lot more options. That's what I'm trying to say. And you turn, haven't done this in a while, is Right there. Johnny John, are you ready to talk electric motorcycles? 
Okay. <laughs> I'll take that as a no. <laughs> uh, why the hesitation? Talking about this ugly, ugly bike. Yes, we have. Yeah. So my my comment here. This thing is this this this, this thing is yeah. it's terrible. So Go ahead. we need the live my live wire more than ever. So much more than ever because of tragedies like what I saw from Curtis Motorcycles. So this thing called the Zeus, it's just beyond words to me. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this thing. You want to take a stab at it, John? Do, do what? <laughs> all right, all right. Let me calm down a little bit. The tech part of it's pretty cool. The it's a dual motor drive system that's making some crazy power, uh, some 290 foot pounds of torque, and an estimated 170 horsepower. So that part is interesting. It but, looks like uncomfortable as all hell. But man, visually, I'm just not into that. You can't get I mean, beyond that. And what's the price tag on this thing? Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. I don't know if there was a price. Was there? I thought I heard a price of well, this am I correct that this is actually from Curtis Motorcycles, which used to be, be Confederate. Yeah, formerly known as Confederate, that's right. That their gas bike was eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, thereabouts. They were all largely one offs. I mean that's just I'm sorry. Who's I'm speechless. Who's going to buy it? You know, I say best of luck to them, but I'm not sure how much of a market there is for this kind of bike. But I mean, the the people that you're going to get for electric bike are people that are going to run around town. You know, currently, you know, you're making this ridiculous power. So how long is the power point? How long is the battery going? Well, this concept, so the Zeus is a concept. It has a 14.4 kilowatt hour battery pack. Okay. So that's, so if you bought something from zero, that would be the biggest battery you could buy from them today. All right. So biggest battery you can get from them on the largest time is what, about 100 miles? 120? Making that much power? Two motors? Well, no, no, I'm just, no, no, no. I'm saying right now, the battery that you bought from zero on the zero bike, you get what, 100 miles out of it? No, you get more than that. So city mileage on the big battery, I know they have some models that are over 200, not all of them, but I think you need the power tank addition to do it. I may be wrong on that, but they do have a model now that's over 200 city miles. Highway, forget it. It's cut it in half. Cut that mileage in half. All right. So let's 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 just put this out. Let's say you get two hundred miles out of that. You'll probably see with this much power and all this stuff, fifty miles. Yeah, city, maybe a hundred. You're done riding for the day. Maybe. Maybe. And then you're done. And with all that power, are you gonna be lighting that throttle? I mean, you're gonna hit the thing, you're gonna be going off. So what are you gonna get? Twenty five miles? There's good my luck. there's my little good luck. Great. The ultimate high speed bar hopper. As long as they're all on the same street. 
<laughs> All right. Good luck with that, Curtis. I do I do wish him the best. I I'm pleased to see that somebody is trying to make better design out of an electric bike. I mean, I'll give zero props for advancing the tech and what they've done, but you know, the bikes to me are just not really they're just not good looking. So Curtis is at least trying to put some more design into the bike. So I applaud them for that. Um, you know, the rest of it, I'm, I'm not sure. And my realization with Harley, John, that really has me disappointed. Right. I think they're going to screw it up. So the CEO has said when their bike launches later this year, it will not be like the live wire that we saw. And it immediately hit me. They're going to do an electric cruiser. Why not? Well, sad face. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense now that I think about it. Of course, Harley would do an electric cruiser. Duh. Exactly what they would do. But that's exactly what I don't want. No. So. It's not surprising to see them do that. Because why couldn't they? I mean, if you take the frame, I mean, just think of it. I know what you want. But Harley's more of a cruiser bike. It's more of a touring bike. The road, the road, uh, the road glide street. But if you took that frame, took the motor out, put battery pack there, right? A battery pack, motor. You got a big ass frame. Hopefully, you can get maybe battery technology, two hundred fifty, three hundred miles. No, no. Why not? They're not going to get three hundred no? miles out of it. Okay. I don't think battery tech has gone that far yet all right well i told you what they needed you know what they need to do what's that yes said this i think you said it so what the vault does or the, the chevy vault hello weed eater engine in the back of it <laughs> that generated a little generator and there's your power and you're going to go all day and you're going to suck the butt. no gas at all there you go i'm like Wee! so so i <laughs> So a combination of, <laughs> of an electric bike and a two-stroke string trimmer. <laughs> yeah, John, that's, generator. that's gonna sell like hotcakes. <laughs> hey, if you get an extra hundred miles out of the battery, why not? Right? I'm probably got everybody in the clubhouse or in the live stream. Oh god, <laughs> I got everybody rolling tonight. Oh. Uh, and Brother Bacon says electric fat bob. Yes, that's probably what it'll be, and I hate it. I want the live wire. I'll say it again. <sighs> but well, if you look Sir at the sweat says, arm, what do you say? He says, I don't mind electric cruiser, but be smart about both. Well, if they're be smart, they put out a sport bike. I'm yeah, they why not younger crowd? Why not deliver why not deliver the live wire for the people who have been waiting for it? And make your electric cruiser. Why can't you make both? So, so, so let me put you on the spot here, Rich. When that, if they put the left wire out, you're going to be down buying one. It would be hard to to hold me back from getting if it's just like what we rode three years ago. Yeah, I want that one. I still want that one. But if they take the new soft tail chassis and just you know stuff a big battery in there from Alta and make it electric drive. You know, great. Be, be awesome. <laughs> anyway, enough about that. How about some fast ones? Let's talk about some faster ones. Okay, let's go to that. That, that might be more interesting. 
So in one area yeah. that electric bikes are picking up speed was at the Isle of Man this year. So the electric bikes from Mugen, if I'm saying that correctly, have now reached over 120 mile per hour average speed lap for the zero SES race that they have, which is only a single lap. And they crushed it by quite a bit over uh, the previous record. So I have a link in the show notes for that. The the Mugen bike uh, finished the lap in 18 minutes, 34 seconds, over 121 mile per hour average, which is fairly quick uh, until you start looking at the super bikes. So the senior TT this year had a new race and overall lap record, which brought this one home at over 135 mile per hour average. So electric bikes still have a ways to go. And that was just one lap, but man, several seconds over the previous record, John, they were hauling the mail at Isle of Man this year. And that was done by uh, Hickman. Peter Hickman won the senior TT this year. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Hmm. Too late for that, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Which I, I don't like to. I like to follow it just loosely until the review DVD comes out. And when this episode comes out now, probably a couple of weeks out, I was on the Moto Nobody's podcast recently and we were talking about that. And that's what I said is my recommendation was to, if you haven't seen the Isle of Man, you want to soak it all in, get their year in review DVD. It's several hours of content and, and just drink it all in. See if it's your thing. It's tough to watch from here with the time difference and everything. What do you think, Johnny? Electric bikes? We're going to be racing them in 10 years? 15 years? 40 years? They'll probably be coming out. I don't know. I think they'll be coming eventually. Yeah. But it's, you know, battery's not all crafted to be either. I think there's going to be some other technology that's going to come out. Yeah, there's all sorts of things out there people are looking at, or at least they used to be. I don't know. It seems to be just all, it's either electric now or, you know, small advances in the gas engine, but you don't hear much of anything else like hydrogen fuel cells and all these other things that were out there not too long ago. I just not hearing about that stuff anymore. Just everyone's kind of gaga over electric. Yeah. I guess that's where the money is. That's where the big VC money is. <laughs> That's what we should do, John. We should come up with some battery tech and patent it. We'll get some yeah. VC money and ride off into the sunset. No? Sure. Sleeping on me over there? No, I'm not sleeping on you. All right. This electric cock is... Yeah, sorry. Any new spider news? They have any new models on the horizon? They do. Did you see it? What's that? You it's called what, the... The prototype? Yeah. I saw that. The new, the new prior type. So we talked about it on the episode 12 of Nobody's podcast, but you probably won't hear that because this won't be up before then. So check out episode 12 as we talk about it. There we go. In the future, check out episode 12. Yeah. Yeah. So we won't talk about it. How about yeah. events? How about we talk about events? We, we could talk about some event stuff. Yeah. Let's so talk about events. Talk. We have a little bit we, there and then we should be done for the night. We kind of got some things ironed out here. Third annual Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge, June 22nd, 
through July 21st. 21st. What did I say? 22nd. All right, June 21st through July 11th. Correct. And then we have the first annual Loud Pipes meetup, July 13th and 14th in Gettysburg, PA. Well, we're technically doing 15th. We're leaving on Sunday. Okay. Well, we're not doing anything on the 15th. Well, we're going to be going out. We're leaving. Other okay. Than leaving. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Mm. Sweet. And the big event, get my sound effect ready, 14th annual Barber Vintage Festival, October 5th through the 7th. Anything you want to add there? Yeah, we're working on plans for that little ride. So, um, yeah, working on details on that trip. Okay. Oh, we have we have news on that. Been told that Mr. Chris Geis and his lovely girlfriend are coming down to hang out with us. Old man slackers coming to Barber. Hot dog. That's awesome. I can't wait. I know Sir Mike is in, correct? Sir Mike is in and talking about that. So our plans for Vintage is that we are going to, whoever wants to join, just so people know, we're planning on doing the three-day Ace Pass. Uh, I will not be there Sunday because I'm heading west. We are going to do the track day on Friday. Correct. And we are planning on staying at our good old Embassy Suites. Downtown. Downtown Birmingham. Yes, sir. So that's our plan of actions. In fact, the old man Slacker already booked his hotel room at the Embassy Suite. You never been to the Embassy Suite? It's pretty cool. Get there between five and seven, you get free alcohol. Yep. Yeah, and events wise, you know, in terms of like doing any sort of meetup or group ride. We're not 100% sure on what we'll do there. So I know Chris and others that listen to our show are also listeners of Throttled. So, you know, Kevin may be doing something there. We may have an opportunity to join up with them, but there's nothing solid. So everything's kind of free form as of right now. Those are just the days and the the lodging that we've sort of settled on. Yeah. (laughs) And then on the 7th, Roger and myself are headed west. John and Nobby Trader Tire heading west. Heading west. And then we're going to hook up with Chad and Jenny, and then we're going farther west. That's awesome. That'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be a fun time. I need to work on that plan. You need to record some of that. Get your helmet cam on. You know, not just pictures, some of the riding too. Well, Brother Bacon's saying he's got some event for us. I'm trying to figure out what it is. I think I know what it is. He claims there's some drag racing coming up. Oh, wow. He's, he, he's calling me out by names now. Really? All right. So September 21st through the 23rd is, let's see here. The fourth annual, I think. Lord of Nobody's Meetup. I don't know where it's at. I'm lost. Bacon, Bacon you got to help me out. <laughs> That's not, a, that's not a good weekend for me anyway. No. Well, yeah, I got it to the motor. Nobody's meat. Yeah, Rich can't make it because he's got to. Well, we'll get him. We're going to have him call in for the downshift. So we'll sell okay, we'll, 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 we'll sell that. All right. Okay. Well, one more time for their patience and their support. 
I would like to again thank our Riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. If you're interested in joining this group and supporting the show, please visit loudpipes.net slash donate. We do this show, I would say Thursdays, but this week, Tuesday. What the, what the heck day is it, John? It's Monday. It is Monday, man. Monday. <laughs> How about this? We do the show during the week, <laughs> 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Join us at loudpipes.net slash live. Mix it up in the chat with other riders, as well as John and I during the show. Follow us on Mixler, and you'll be notified when we go live. Additional information from this episode, including links and images, can be found on our website, loudpipes.net slash 127. Here you'll find links to leave us some feedback, subscribe to the show, and you can also follow us on social media. All right, Johnny John, recording another Moto Nobody's podcast. Thanks for your help. Kickstands up. Hey, no problem, man. Be safe. Everybody be good. And watch out for those crazy. <laughs> good night. There goes the train. Eh, eh. Thank you for listening. Please consider supporting the show. We offer generous rewards for your contribution. Find more details at loudpipes.net forward slash donate.